Oh, listen, dear one, I am thrilled to announce I have a brand new private coaching container opening up called Full Immersion Coaching. This is you and me working together privately as I become your mentor and soul guide for an entire year, providing you with the full support you need to grow a massively successful and prosperous heart-led business. To get all the details, DM me on Facebook or Instagram or send an email to allison at allisonscammell.com and say, tell me more about Full Immersion Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you. Hey ho, dear ones. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so grateful for you. I'm gonna start with a question for you. Have you ever had the thought, oh, I'm not motivated by money, or I only need so much, or yeah, it would be nice to have that extra income, but it's just not necessary for me. Have you ever sort of poo-pooed the idea of bringing in more income? I mean, I definitely have. I think there's a big piece of me that's legitimately not motivated by money, But I also think that there is this whole idea of I'm not motivated by money. There's a shadow side to that. There's definitely a light, right? You're in service to the world. You're motivated by your well-being and bringing more love and healing and connection to the world. But I also think that there's a shadow to it when you sort of reject the idea of earning a lot of wealth And the shadow typically comes from some variation of the story, I should only dream so big. My dreams should only get so big. And we have deep social conditioning around this. We need to dream safe. We need to ensure that we can provide for ourselves and our family. And we shouldn't get too big for our britches. And you might be thinking, oh, well, you know, I've released any of those type of thoughts and I have a healthy relationship to money and I like to dream big. If that is you, I am happy. And this is what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. I think a lot of us think that we're dreaming big when we're setting our goals and intentions and desires. And for most of us, we have, there's a lot bigger dream out there that our soul is calling us for and we're putting a glass ceiling over our dreams, our potential, and what we think we are able to and worthy of receiving. And that's what we're going to be talking about in today's very powerful episode of Soul Guide Radio about right-sizing your dreams. So, In today's episode, we'll explore why your dreams are likely too small, how to dream bigger or right-size your dreams, and how to supercharge your ability to manifest your highest dreams. We'll end on an invitation that will have you experiencing the soul-aligned success you're destined to achieve, so please stay with me until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio, a podcast for soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs here to bring about change on a massive level. We'll explore how you can activate your big soul mission, amplify your spiritual gifts, and clear the energy blocks weighing you down 
so you can gain unstoppable momentum in life and business. I'm Allison Scammell, your host and soul guide. Hello, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this community of soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we are called to pursue our soul-guided dreams, make a massive impact, and lift up humanity at the same time. Find a link to join our closed Facebook group at allisonscammell.com or in the show notes. So in today's episode, we're exploring how to right-size our dreams. And there's a very good reason why most of us dream too small, and that really is from all the conditioning that we got from our parents and our school. My gosh, I had it so many times in my life. I remember being in college, and I wanted to get my master's degree in international affairs, and I wanted to go to the top-tier grad programs. So I applied to Georgetown, I applied to Columbia, and I applied to Yale, which are all top universities, you know, and these are universities in the United States with very high academic academic standards, and they're very difficult to get into. And I remember meeting one of my professors who I really looked up to, to go over my admissions application, and I vividly remember sitting in his office that really smelled of cough syrup. There were tins of Altoids lining his desk. And he said to me, Allison, I'm happy that you have applied to these programs, but you should apply to some safety schools too, ones that you're sure to get into and you shouldn't dream so big. I remember I had another professor who told me that my I, I I scored like an A plus on a on a paper I had written for him, and he said to me, "It was really excellent. I mean, everything was about it was excellent. But sometimes I feel like you write at a higher intellectual level than you are." Those aren't the exact words he used, but that was the point he was trying to make. I was writing smarter than I am. And I thought, I didn't plagiarize this paper. I wrote it. So wouldn't this indicate that I'm as smart as the paper indicates? I mean, isn't this what you're grading me on? So I think we all have a version of this story. Like, why are you dreaming so big? You need to play it safe. And most of the time, the people who are saying that to you are speaking from their own wound. And they're just projecting their wounds onto you. So instead of passing this dream small bug around, let's heal this bug and let's start to right size our dreams. And I like the word right size because our dreams are really designed to be big. We're not really here to have a small impact. We are here to move mountains. We are here to lift up humanity. And big in the new energy that's arriving on planet as we ascend, the word big is going to take on a new definition. It's not necessarily going to be quantitative. So it won't necessarily mean 
you'll have 500,000 followers on social media. But the impact you will make by pursuing your soul-aligned dreams is going to be big in quality, big in impact. And when you make an impact on someone else, whether it be a client or loved one or a friend, and you change their life by being kind to them, by listening to them, by helping them, by just looking them in the eye and saying and, and sending the message, I see you. You know, sometimes I think we, we really misunderstand the word big, and it has to be big gestures. But it's not. It's big impact. And sometimes, and that's what I'm talking about here, is big impact. And big impact often comes from small gestures, small acts. Just look in someone's eye. Look someone in the eye and really connect to them eye to eye. It sometimes can feel uncomfortable. But you can really see someone. I think so often we go through the day and we don't really look at anybody. We don't really see them. But if you pause, I do it with my daughter. And sometimes she'll say, Mama, stop looking at me directly in the eye. But I know she loves it. Because nothing can communicate how much I love her is when I look her deep in the eye. And I connect to her and I see her and we, we, two energies connecting. The next time you're out at a store and you get a good energy about someone, maybe you have a nice exchange with them. Maybe they help you. When you go to pay and you want to say thank you or have a good day, I want you to look them directly in the eye when you say it. Not in a creepy way. <laughs> Don't like and I'm not talking about in some sort of like death stairway. Sometimes I used to live in Norway. And if you ever do a cheers, you know, at dinner and you raise your glass and do a cheers or a toast, you have to look everyone in the eye. Otherwise, it's considered rude. And sometimes I felt like there was such this intense pressure to make sure you looked everybody in the eye. And it was just sort of this like stare. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, being in your body being in the energy of true connection, and I am just going to look at you. I think we would all be bewildered to know how a small gesture like that actually impacts people, how it lifts up humanity. I remember to this day, I remember like 10 years ago, I had just finished a spiritual retreat. It was like a seven-day spiritual retreat, so I was like high-vibing. I was like floating above my above my body because it was just like this super amazing experience. And I was in Washington, D.C., and I visited a spiritual bookstore. And I was like, I don't really know what I need, but I'm just going to let a book talk to me and say, buy me. So I was just, you know, looking at all the different books on spirituality and metaphysics and manifestation and this book kind of fell off the shelf into my lap, and it was about chakras. And this was before I was really practicing an energy healing. And this book was just kind of basically told me, you're an energy healer, and you need to start learning about the energy chakras. So I took the book, and I went to the, 
to the guy working at the till. Now, if you work at a spiritual bookstore, you're probably going to be a pretty awake person. (laughs) And I just remember we looked at each other in the eye. And it was like, I, I, 10 years, 10 years later, I remember this connection we made. I was high vibing as hell, so he was going to feel that. But I just had this nudge when I was paying to really, I'm like, I really want to connect with this guy. And so I looked him deep in the eye and I just connected with his whole energy. And I said, thank you. And that's what bigness really is. Big energy connection. There's like a fullness to it, an energetic fullness. And that's what your dreams should really feel like. So dreams can be big, and I think they should at times be big in quantity. I think we should all manifest that we can earn a certain amount of wealth that's going to make us comfortable And that's going to enable us to help and serve more people. I think that's a really great dream. I dream of earning or manifesting enough income where I live a life comfortably, where I can travel if I choose to. I can buy clothes that feel good on me. I can invest in myself in ways that I feel called to. And I can help other people. And money isn't necessary to help anyone, but if you have enough income so that you are comfortable, it only helps you to be able to help other people when you feel called. So of our big dreams, yes, I do believe a few of them should be quantitative. And I think focusing on the quality of our dreams is what's most important. And making sure our dreams have that energetic fullness. So I'm just checking in with my divine guidance team now, and I'm going to ask the question, what was the results that I, I'm i not aware of in this moment of me setting the intention to really connect with a bookstore salesman 10 years ago And he and I exchanging this very powerful eye contact. What is the result of that? I'm just going to channel now what I'm getting in return because I honestly don't know the answer to this. Your energetic exchange created... What you offered for this bookstore employee, when you looked him deep in the eye, he knew that you truly saw him. And he felt in that moment extremely seen. That gave him the confidence to pursue a dream that he had been wanting to pursue, but was too afraid to go for it. That dream that he went on to pursue has helped hundreds and hundreds of people. That eye contact connection was the spark he needed to do 
the big work in the world he was feeling called to do. Okay, so I just channeled that, and I'm kind of surprised to hear it. And there's a piece of me that's like, oh, I, you know, how could that be? But when I sort of release that doubt, which I think we all get into, like, how could I have such an impact by doing such a small gesture, right? We, we're always taught that if you want big impact, you need to make big gestures. So it was a small gesture. And my divine guidance team is telling me it made a massive impact, which is, is the point of this episode that I'm trying to convey to you. And here I am doubting it, doubting my own point. Well, because I think this is a social conditioning, right? At play. So when I sink into my body and I release that doubt, I go back to my heart space and I deep breathe. I feel the truth in it. I feel the truth. Like, I I can't even really, like, explain to you. It was like our eye contact was a spark. It was a spark. I mean, that's really like, it, it was like someone was lighting a, a match. And it was just like, you know how that, if, you, if you've ever had a wooden match and you light it and it makes that really cool sound, it was like that. But, but like, like an energetic explosion, but a soft, it was a soft yet powerful energetic explosion from our eye contact. Now, you're not always going to have that. I mean, I've, I've done this a lot. I've done this eye contact thing a lot in my life. And this is the only time where I've felt that level of an explosion with a stranger. I will sometimes with my daughter get that strong energetic lighting of the match feeling. But every once in a while, you could exchange eye contact with a complete stranger and truly see them and truly connect to them. And that could have an impact that you'd never, ever expect it to have. So how do we dream bigger? How do we right-size our dreams? Well, I recommend always starting with that fire in your belly. And the fire in the belly is most roaring, if you will, when you're thinking about how you feel most called to change the world. If you're really into luxury cars <laughs> and you really, really like, would like to buy a very expensive luxury car, you're going to get excited about it, but it's not going to be a fire in your belly the way changing the world is. What gets you most lit up when you think about how you want to change the world? How you want to be a catalyst for change? So I get most fired up when I think about helping you amplify your spiritual gifts. When I think about helping you, you know, go for your big dreams. Pretty much anything I feel called to talk about in the Soul Guide on Soul Guide Radio you know, this is how I want to change the world. Imagine, you know, if, if I help 2,000 lightworkers to start dreaming bigger, you know, from this episode, you know, imagine the, the, the ripple effect that makes the impact. And this is how I really feel called to change the world. This gets me so lit up. 
And you could also ask, like, what's the change I most want to see in the world? Well, when I answer that question, I just want people living their truth. And I'm tired of the lies that we get told. And I'm tired of structures trying to control us and keep us separate and keep us small. So a small percentage of the planet can control all the resources. And I feel like a lot of these elites are purposely lying to us, not telling us the truth. Nothing gets me more fired up than a lie. Well, phoniness too. I can't stand phoniness and I can't stand lies. Tell me the goddamn truth. Sorry, I had to swear there because I feel so passionate about this. And don't be phony to me. Be yourself. Be true. I want to see you. I want to look in your eyes and I want to see you. And I want to connect to the truth of who you are. And I want to hear about your big dreams. The truth about what you really dream about. One of my superpowers is I am a mirror of truth. And so often when I'm mirroring truth back to someone, it has to do with, yes, your dreams are that big. Yes, they are possible. Yes, your soul mission is that impactful. And I'm not blowing smoke. I'm not flattering anyone. I'm just mirroring the truth. So... Getting back to questions you can ask yourself to uncover that truth, here's another one. Why is this so important to you? Why do you want to change the world in this way? Well, I believe that starting to tell the truth and starting to understand the truth of who we are and the truth of human potential and the truth that we're all really designed in a way so that everyone can thrive And we should no longer have haves and have nots. And we are meant to be sovereign, free, independent energy on the planet. And we're really here to be connected and and supporting one another and, and helping each other, lifting each other up instead of feeling separate and with scarcity. And if I have, then you don't have and let's compete. I believe this is the key to the ripple effect where the entire planet starts to feel higher consciousness and not just the lightworkers, but everyone on planet. And it breaks down the old systems that are dysfunctional and some of the feelings of hate and some of the feelings of we can't get along with you because you're different than me. And any desire of one human to control another human. Let's break down these really wounded systems, enable them to heal, and then rebuild something better. For me, it's like, what's more important than that? And so, you know, I I bring my dreams into my business, into my personal life. Like all of my dreams in a way, support this passion I have to change the world. I really believe the happier and healthier I am, the more I can make an impact. So my personal goals and dreams are about filling my tank up and making me feel full so I can serve from a full tank and not from an empty one. So when answers to these questions start to arrive, I invite you to turn them into dreams, intentions. 
goals, wishes, desires. And then once you land on goals, wishes, desires, I have another important question I want you to ask with regards to each and every dream. And the question is, I dream to change the world in this way. Okay, now, how can it get better than that? How can it get better than that? So for example, my signature course, Soul Blueprint, it's a 12-week live course to help you amplify your spiritual gifts, get clarity on your soul mission, and really truly reach the full potential that you are meant to experience, like for you to really get clarity on your big dreams and call those big dreams into your experience. Step into those big dreams. And so when I think about, okay, well, I'm gonna, I've already launched it. Well, how could it get better than this? Well, the next time I run it, I will call in an absolutely amazing, exceeded my wildest expectation group of light workers to take it, and I turn it into a certification program. Okay, great. Well, how can I get better than that? Well, I turn the Soul Blueprint into four levels. So there's level one, two, three, and four, and people can get certified at all levels, and they use the Soul Blueprint methodology to to change their lives and then change the lives of others so they can help others to amplify their spiritual gifts and get clarity on their soul mission. Well, great. How can I get better than that? I create a global community of light workers that are here with the mission to bring truth to the planet. And we become an epic part of the ripple effect to higher consciousness on planet. Now, I could keep going and going with that until you finally get to a point where you're like, yeah, you feel so full. So I invite you to play around with this and keep asking the question, how can I get better to th- than that? Until you just feel full. And when I say full, I mean full in the most magical, amazing sense. Not like overwhelmed, but just energetically full. And that has an expansive and a freeing quality to it. So the last thing I want to explore in this episode with you is how to supercharge your ability to manifest your big dreams. So we've already right-sized our dreams. Now what? How do we align to them and bring them into our manifest reality? Well, there's many, many different ways I could answer that question, but I'm going to give you one that you probably haven't heard a lot of other spiritual coaches talk about, and that is the duality of our experience. So on the one hand, we're talking about our big dreams, the ones that we feel most called to experience, that gets us most lit up. So, ah, we're so passionate. So we want this thing so bad, we're so passionate about it, but if we want it so bad, we likely get attached. So what do we do? We embrace the duality of our experience. And duality means that two opposing things can be true at the same time. And that means where there is hot, there is cold. Where there is happiness, there is sadness. Where there is darkness, there is light. 
So in a way, a powerful approach to manifestation is both wanting and not wanting your dreams at the same time. So what this duality means is, on the one hand, I am passionate about helping you to amplify your spiritual gifts, and I want to scale Soul Blueprint to reach more and more light workers so more and more people can learn how to do this important work. But at the same time, in this very moment, if none of that happens, if tomorrow something happens where I can no longer be in business and I have to pivot to something else, that's equally beautiful. I am in this present moment. I am being led by my higher self. And Ultimately, our dreams are driven by emotion. Emotion we want to experience, we yearn to experience. And I know that all the emotions I could ever wish to experience, I can experience in this present moment. Scaling Soul Blueprint to reach a global audience that would feel abundant and exhilarating and connecting and contributing to me. And I can feel all of those emotions in this very moment. Because I'm doing things in this very moment that enables me to be in that energy, to be in that high vibrational spacious energy. So we really supercharge our ability to manifest when we both care and we don't care at the same time. So how can that look? You wish for it. You intend it. You ask, what do I need to do or be to align to it? So you're always taking action towards your dreams. And it's just a always noticing. Is there any part of me that's attached to this? Is there any part of me that's saying, if I don't get this dream, then I can't be happy. Then I can't experience these big emotions. Then I don't deserve it. Do your dreams put you in low vibrational energy? Because you you set the big dream and then thoughts like, I don't deserve this or I will never achieve this or there's no evidence that I can do this. So why would I expect to get it now? Those are our wounds talking. And that's great that they're talking. That's how we know we're there. So we're happy that our wounds are talking. So what we want to do is heal the wounds as they appear And we know they're appearing if we're feeling any sort of pain or resistance. So we feel those feels and we release and we go into this present moment. This present moment is carefree. It is carefree. And this is really a practice where we're really being called to care and not care at the same time. Let me give you an example from my life about how I practice caring and not caring about my dreams. So let's say I'm going to launch Soul Blueprint, another 12-week live course. And I ask my higher self, well, how many lightworkers and soul clients do I want to call into this particular 12-week course? And I get the number 20. Okay, that feels good. That feels aligned. Yes, 20. So then I start marketing. I start putting, you know, talking about it and inviting people to sign up. And I'm only getting like four or five or six. And that starts to make me feel bad. That makes me feel like failing. That makes me feel like I'm, you know, not fulfilling my dreams. And I'm, I'm going to get a little attached to that number 20. 
I want to notice right away when I feel the pain and release that pain the second I spot it. So I send out an email and I'm hoping to get three signups from that email and I get zero. And that makes me feel bad. It only matters if it makes you feel bad. If I get, if I send out an email hoping for three signups and I get zero and it doesn't make me feel bad, then there is likely no wound there. Our pain, our resistance tells us it's, there's a wound. So I go in and I release the wounds, release the pain, release the resistance. And then I think about, once I've released that, I think about, well, how would I feel if I get 20 people signed up to this, this round of the Soul Blueprint and I would feel ease, flow, harmony, abundance, love, connection, contribution, and I go into those emotions right now. And I just remind myself, I have everything I ever could possibly need in this very moment. I have access to it. So I'm just going to access the emotions I'm yearning to experience in this moment. And when I do that, I immediately tap into a flow. It's really a flow. And when you're truly in flow, you don't care if the dream comes or not because you're receiving. You have everything because you're aligned. Your energy, when you're in flow, your energy doesn't need anything else. Anything else that arrives is just cherry on the cake. So our big dreams is are, are the ones that can really help us heal because that's going to trigger all of our resistance. And we can really let our big dreams be the thing that guides us always back to our flow. And when there are wounds, and there will always be wounds, that's always going to take us out of flow, which is good because if our wounds didn't take us out of our flow, we'd never know they were there. So it's a good thing they do. And then we are really being asked to be mindful to the next level and not wait next week or next month to deal with those painful resisting emotions, but to deal with them the second you spot them by feeling them, releasing them, and going back to the emotions that you will feel when the dream is fulfilled and feeling them in this very moment. Ease, ah, harmony, ah, flow, ah, abundance, ah. Connection, ah, contribution, ah, in this moment. And when you do that, any sort of attachment will just disappear. And you will really be in that energy of caring and not caring at the same time. And it won't feel conflicting when you're really into it, when you're really aligned to it. It will feel like flow. All right, my dear ones, to recap. We are socially conditioned here, there, and everywhere to dream small. So just notice, take inventory of your dreams and notice if any of them don't feel quite right, you likely need to right size. And you right size your dreams by exploring into how you most want to change the world. What's the change you most want to see and why is it so important to you? Get into that question again and again and again. How can it get better than this until you feel super energetically expanded and full? 
and then practice because it is a practice and it is a journey. And this is something that doesn't happen overnight. And it's not something that we just sustain once we get it once, that we just sustain it forever. (laughs) It's just a journey of being in that duality of caring and not caring at the same time in order to manifest your biggest dreams. And my invitation for you this week is to right-size at least one of your big dreams. Go through the process that I shared with you in today's episode, and then just ask the question once you land on a dream that makes you feel very, very full, ask the question, What is my next best step to manifest this dream? And before you know it, my dear ones, you're going to find yourself manifesting your biggest dreams and desires with an ease and a joy that will surprise and delight you every time a new dream is manifested. All right, my dear ones, thank you so much for staying with me all the way to the end of the episode. You are a rock star, and I'm sending you a big energetic hug from Holland. And as always, until next time, may your soul guide the way. Are you ready to fill your business with soul clients in the next 60 days? Then download my free energy upgrade meditation to amp up your energy frequency, dissolve the doubt, and attract the soul clients you are destined to serve. Find the link to download on my website, alisonscammell.com, as well as in the show notes.